morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AMK KNW, we will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Good morning, Benny Mathers. Good morning. Beautiful song. That is Becca Zakritz, and she is a BeccaBMusic.com, and she was on the show in September when I did a, a in-studio uh, show on Woodby Island with a few other musicians, um, and hopefully I'll have her back at the end of the year. I'm going to do a music one for the New Year's. Let's do it. I'm ready. And, uh, yeah, if you want to check her out, BeccaBMusic.com, and we'll play that song, the whole song, at the end of the show. So, joining me this morning is Sharon Maureen. Hi, Dina. How many times have you been on my show? I lost count. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but you used to be here in the studio with Benny. I did. I used to do a show with a colleague, Stress Less, and nothing's changed. <laughs> and you know all that, Benny, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> How long have you been here, Benny? A long time. <laughs> yeah. So you've been on the show, on the phone, in studio. Yeah. And let's see. How do you know me? We met... I don't know how many years ago now, but you were doing readings at my daughter's shop. Tea with your dragon, and you had your chakra system. You still have it. Yeah. Yes. And you were doing readings, and we sat around having tea, and you read me, and I went, wow, this woman's got it going on. And we've connected off and on, have a lot of similarities, and I just love you. And we even shared uh, solstice at Kama Beach. Oh, that oh, was a beautiful opportunity <laughs> with a wonderful musician, and we sat around, and I remember it just being crispy, cold, and being able to go out on the beach and reconnect with what's really matters in life, the beauty of nature, connecting with yourself, loving those around and, you. And the last time I saw you was three years ago in person, um, Magnolia. You came to visit me and do a show. Um, it's so weird how time is, but I, I feel like you're your sister, for yeah, sure. Definitely a soul sister. And so two weeks ago, I'm on the treadmill, and it's getting darker, and I'm thinking, God, I, I think I need some help with the show again. And um, you, you popped into my head three times in three, three days, and when I was on the treadmill that third time, I'm like, I, got, I just got to make the call. And so I did. My intuition told me to. And what was your response? Holy moly. <laughs> I was really actually very excited because I've been setting – intention that what is the highest and the best for me will come to me. I'm such a hard worker and I can make anything happen almost, but really setting the intention that what was supposed to be for me would come. Wanting to change directions a little bit in what I want to do, speak, talk, write a book, and just be with wonderful people more often. So it was a Yes, for me. <laughs> it was perfect, and that's how you know your your uh, higher voice or your intuition is working, and that's what I teach. So when I actually get the aha moment and I act on it, this is what happens. It's beautiful. And there's different systems. Like I'm a manifesting generator, and one of those things is, yes, I can manifest things, but, again, waiting and allowing something to come and letting the intuition be what comes forth. And when you called, it was the timing was perfect. And but I've been also teaching myself to pause, think before I say yes, because that's been another part of my growth is to make decisions from an authentic place, not from a place of wanting to please, appease, and do what, it for yourself. And do it because it will light me up. 
And so I did say, oh, let me think about it. But inside, I already knew it was a yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just like, uh, God, the time flew too uh, quickly before the show. And we just, ah, it's time to do the show. So I feel really good about it. And what will you call your show? Solation. And this, what that is, is thriving from the inside out. And life offers us continual change, challenges. And it is my heart to support women through those change and challenges, whether it be menopause, death, divorce, empty nester, career change, and the list goes on and on and on. And really help women, first of all, nourish themselves in a healthy way, no fads, no none of that stuff, and then teaching tools and techniques to help them process and make decisions from their inner wisdom and knowing. It all starts with me. me. Yeah. And we both touched our hearts at the same mm-hmm. time. So for the listeners who haven't met you on the show, let's go back to where you um, started this growth and the experience that you share or have, the background. The background starts in about 1986 when my third child was born with some birth challenges. And we tried many things to support his well-being. And we ran out of methodology through the traditional Western medicine. And he was then diagnosed with cancer. And so we just began to search and research and began to change our lifestyle, our diet, and do everything possible to support this little soul on his journey. And then it just expanded. I began to teach. I wrote a vegan cookbook 25 years ago before it was Spanish. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I look back on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revive that. I'm not a vegan now. I'm more balanced. And, uh, but I am going to uh, revive that. And then I kept teaching from home, going to homes, teaching cooking classes, nutrition and herbalism classes. And then in 2015, I purchased a brick and mortar. And so I own Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness and now thrive there and love serving my community from that platform. And then also I have a wonderful manager there. And so I am launching and doing a lot more coaching and consulting now. And you're in North Bend. I'm in North Bend, Washington. And uh, gosh, the show, the last show we did, I didn't realize how much we are alike. Mm-hmm. And we talked about, so I was a personal trainer. Yes, I actually teach right now two classes a week. It's called Strong at Any Age, and we do some cardio dance. We have a lot of fun. We do some strength training, and then we finish with uh, setting intentions and stretching. And I've been doing that in my space, Um, so that's really fun. I have a little fitness boutique in there, and then I teach. I am a personal trainer. I have TRX. I mean, the list goes on. I just love it. And I've taken up hiking and backpacking, which is another form of fitness and I hope my secret little desire is to put a group of women together and do a backpacking trip and then we will do intention setting and I've got lots of ideas my mind I have like 12 15 ideas before I get out of bed in the morning that means your upper chakras are open and that's (laughs) a good thing these days to have those open and then you uh as a hypnotherapist I was a hypnotherapist you're a hypnotherapist I am and I got trained through the wellness institute and I have now created my own little system where I incorporate some what they call induction, some hypnotherapy, then do energy work, and then I do some acupressure work with sound forks, some grounding, 
So it's my own little system. And I do 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 full hypnotherapy. And it's so wonderful when somebody comes back. And, for example, most recently someone who wanted to quit smoking and has been over a month out with no smoking. So that was like, it just lights me up to see people thrive. I love doing it. It was just very time-consuming and hard on me. But hypnotherapy, it, it really works if you can find a, someone, you know, you just kind of go back. Mm-hmm. I call it time travel mm-hmm. or uh, guided imagery, helping people see themselves healthy or, you know, see better pictures in their mind, maybe less worrying and more present moment. <laughs> yeah. What I love to do is help people establish anchors with a certain affirmation and color. And these anchors that they establish is maybe a hand motion, a word, a color, and their subconscious will bring that with them forever. So they have it, and it might be something as an A-OK sign, and they don't even have to think about it. They establish this anchor in a challenging situation, and all of a sudden they're right back to center and alignment and grounding. (laughs) I remember having someone help me with a boss that was super ah, in your face, and then I put a bubble around her so I couldn't hear her, but it, the next day at work, I could see her in a bubble, and I couldn't hear her. And I it's started, like a Charlie Brown, wham, wham, wham. I started laughing, and I turned around, and everyone's looking at me. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I, I, I can't hear her. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, love God. It. Hypnotherapy. Love it, love it, love it. And then Reiki. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to be trained uh, through Keisha Ewers, and she's a wonderful naturopath, and and she uh, helped me with Reiki 1 and 2. And then through an online presence, I was able to become a master. And again, that I corporate, incorporate that into my own little solation system. And that's funny. Be- I, I say a uh, personal trainer for the body, mind, and spirit. Someone told me that. And so I, I kind of use that. And then I just, I'm, tr- I'm flashing back to Tea with Your Dragon because we were there quite a bit off and on. Um, and doing the classes, and you took some of the classes with me. But that it, it's kind of, um, when you get into the spiritual part, it's, it's like church, but on a different level. And, you, and you've had a lifetime of, of learning about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I started out when I was young going to a youth organization, and it taught a form. I'm going to avoid all names because I don't want to ever incriminate unless it's evil. Then mm-hmm. I want to definitely bring it to the forefront. Mm-hmm. But through this organization, I became become I became more in touch with my spiritual self, and I did become a Christian, and then started following that path, and found myself in my 40s. So after 30 some years, finding it no longer meeting me at the deepest part of me, uh, that it was limiting, and I wanted to become more expansive in my thought process. And still to this day, Jesus means everything to me, but it's not the Americanized Jesus that the Western culture has created. And so where I am today is in a place where I believe that the law, so to speak, or the truth is written on all man's hearts. And our job as fellow humans is to love it forth, not to tell someone exactly what to do, how to do it, what to believe, where to go, why to go, and then threaten them with fear that they're not going to go somewhere and they will go somewhere else if they don't do it just right. So I really, as part of my solution system, really want to help people find that deep, deep interconnection, that truth that's written on their heart and be able to bring it forth and live it out with beauty and love and confidence and light so that the world vibrates at a higher place. 
Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I don't know, do you ever read my Or's Angel coloring book? It's about the angel that came to my grandmother. Yes. And and she, to me, was the true Christian. And because mm-hmm. she used to take us to Mormon churches or mm-hmm. Seventh-day Advent. She'd always expose us to different churches. And mm-hmm. I loved her, but she was like like Jesus. She was very, very loving, accepting, and she was a mother of 12. And she lost her baby, and that's what the story is mm-hmm. about. And so I think about you. How many children do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I do have. All right, take a deep breath. I have nine children, and I, too, lost a child. My son passed away when he was 10 and a half. So I have eight children here teaching me lots of lessons. And then I have an angel guru on the other side that speaks to me, and I call him part of my cloud of witnesses. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've actually done chakra readings with every one of your children. Yes. <laughs> I think one time was in a actual, the porterhouse in Mount Vernon. <laughs> like, let me get my crystals out. And so your son got a reading with me it when Tori was with me. Yeah. It was wonderful. It, it is wonderful. And I, I, I think each of them all went away with, uh, give them a prescription or mm-hmm. something to do. So I feel like I know your family. And I have not been to Twin Peaks. Well, you got to. It's it's really a fun place, but you can you can come up when it works out. North Bend. It's interesting. North Bend is east of Bellevue, but for some reason, people think of it as over the mountain. But it's a wonderful community, and we've got some good excuse me, <clears throat> good breweries. We've got the Tweeds R and R restaurant where <laughs> Twin Peaks was filmed, and it's uh, my friend Rachel owns that and. We, I met her. Yeah, I met her at the distillery. Yes. Did she tell you that? No. She came in a year and a half ago. Yeah, she came in, and I, we talked about you. Y'all, how funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> wonderful. It's a so it's a great community, and I I just love being there. And I actually my I told you my daughter's my manager. Like it, that feels so good to me to have one of my children. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's to that she's come into a place of her own where she can be there and she's got so many great ideas and was part of my intention in the spring to really take myself out of the storefront at such an intensive level. Which daughter is it? And this is the seventh one down. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop. Her name is Tennille. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Let me think. Which one is she? Yeah. <laughs> I'm friends on Facebook and I know they all have their own things they do. They're all teas. <laughs> so I remember when I was growing up, my mom would say, Betty, Jerry, John, and she <laughs> eventually get to one of us. Now I just say, would one of the T's get in here? <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah. Well, all I know is I, I, I'm so, so glad I listened to my voice. Mm-hmm. And you'll be doing the third Friday, which is exciting for me because December I have uh, five shows. So I'll be doing two. Uh, occasionally we have, you know, the five Fridays. So I'll be doing the second and the fifth. We have Marla Williams. She does the first Love Living Life with Marla Williams on the first Friday. And then Kasara uh, Deline, True Health. Um, you can go to truehealth.com and check her out and marlawilliams.com. But, uh, yeah, they've been over a year. And it's just I love this platform. I love sharing it with everyone. But I also have, like, some inner things happening in my mind. And I'm in a holding pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure where I w- want to go. So i got to give my time, my me, space to let spirit drive. <laughs> well, and it's beautiful that you curated such people that align with what you want to express anyway. So it's like you get to keep your voice alive every single week. And so I'm really happy about that, and I'm so happy to be a part of that. Lift your spirits radio. Right, Benny? <laughs> cool. Well, we're going to go to break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. I've waited for a lifetime. 
Lift Your Spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Are you in need of some self-rejuvenation? Give yourself the gift of relaxation and better health. The Energy Genesis is a safe 360-degree healing chamber that uses a pleasant combination of light and sound frequencies to create a resonance of peace and tranquility. Within minutes, your body eases into a deep state of rest and begins to gently heal and reconnect. To learn more about Energy Genesis Therapy and all of its benefits, visit their website at tanyaswan.com. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. For listening to Solation with Sharon Moraine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Whoop, whoop. How's that, Benny? It was good. <laughs> this is the training wheel show. They're already off. I already put so many training wheels on people and then they just ride away and leave That's me. That's what I'm saying. They're already off. <laughs> yeah. And so we have to bring up Bernadette Pager, who's got two hours, three to five here on the station, who took over for a while. And gosh, I've I've trained a lot of people. It's been a lot of fun. And um, yeah, to give people a platform to well, that's part of what a life is about, right, <laughs> is being able to mentor and help people find their best selves. And I, I've i done that a lot in my own show, I, uh, my own shop. I have <laughs> my own show. show. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm already excited for next month. Yeah. But in my shop, I've mentored people and helped them launch business. You know, one of the things we have in our shop also, for example, is a brand-new uh, tattoo artist, and she does uh, makeup. And it's so fun. She does eyebrows and eyeliner. It's cool and neat tattoo and so I've collaborated with people also to help them become their best. And and so who knows, maybe someday she'll be so big and famous. She'll be <laughs> a, have a chain of tattoo parlors. Well, and too, like you've helped me with my blood pressure. You mm-hmm. came up with some supplements and things like that. That was one show we did probably, gosh, mm-hmm. three years ago. Um, but then just the exercise uh, part of it, the nutrition, you know, the, the spiritual part. So if I came to you for a session, mm-hmm. how would that look? Well, I love listening to people's overall story, even finding out how they were born, because that even plays a part in our emotional well-being and in our physical bodies, our birth story. And then so after I spent some time listening and getting a clear picture of their history, their emotional state, then I 
curate a program based upon what I've heard and learned. I give them nutrition suggestions and supplements. And I'm not one of these that like to see people walk out with a bag of supplements. I like to see it very focused and measurable. And then we can begin to, like unpeeling an onion slowly, begin to rebuild the person. And we can't rebuild without really addressing emotional cores. There is one of my favorite resources, Emotions Buried Alive Never Die. It's an old book, and it's so truthful. And I can help someone, for example, with migraine headaches, and I can give them supplements to uh, support them, maybe not heal it, but support them. But if they have a deep-seated resentment or bitterness towards someone, or they don't know how to handle stress, they're not good to themselves. They don't have a self-care routine. And maybe they're eating poorly and their blood sugars are dropping off. And I'm not doing them any favors by just giving them a bottle of supplements and saying, you know, get over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I have a lovely story because uh, Kasara, uh, she's owned True Health. It was a mm-hmm. nutritional place in Bothell for years and years. And I bought that book. Mm-hmm. And she's done two shows on that book because she carried so many. They were just going out the door. And I was doing Reiki with a woman. She was convinced by someone, and she didn't know if she should do it or not. And so I did Reiki with her, and I could. her right hand is clenched. She's about 75, major health problems. And then um, during the, the session, I just said, are you angry with a man? And she goes, well, my husband passed, but he was abusive, horribly abusive, and I'm still very, very angry. So I gave her that book, mm-hmm. and she read it. And she goes, do you think that the anger towards my husband is what's killing me? And I said, yes. <laughs> but that book is, is magical. You know, it really is. So, But I'll have to bring that up, too, is that she went to church so excited about the session and how she felt. And um, they talked her out of coming back to, to me. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. But she kept the book. Yes. You know, Dina, when you asked me to do this show, one of the thoughts that came to my mind was this is going to be another piece of my unveiling. And you talk about, you know, People saying, don't come to you, and they might declare something evil or ineffective or not of God. or And I, I know that as I share more of my truth, that I will get some pushback. Um, and that's kind of a scary place to be and a very exciting place to be because if we're not authentic and we're letting someone else tell us what's true all the time, we are really robbing ourselves of the potential for tremendous joy and peace and release when we're trying to live by somebody else's laws and standards, expectations. When we live in a place of trying to appease, we just invite sickness into our body. And so we have to really get back in touch and not be afraid and trust that in body, soul, and mind, we can be whole and optimize ourselves so that we can live this life as we're meant to, not just surviving, but truly thriving. And courageous. And, and you're courageous. And I was in a little town of Snohomish, and I put up my little, I'm a chakra reader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> People were like, oh, God. So we had like a, every week we had an 8.30 a.m. meeting, and everyone there you know, had their beliefs, and they didn't really know what I was doing. They don't, didn't really want to come to me or anything. But one by one, they did. Mm-hmm. And I just had lunch uh, the other day with someone in Homish, but she brought her son to me at, when he was eight. And, be, you know, what happened is I did the reading, but I asked him about his dreams, and he had past life recognition. 
And he talked to me about it, but they were about to put him on drugs, ADHD and OCD and all that. And he told me a few past lives, and he he, he was a soldier in, in a few of them. And then I, when she came to go get come get him, I just said, well, this is what's going on. She goes, he always talks about it, and it's driving us crazy. I said, well, this is the truth for him, and if you listen to him. So 20 years later, you know, <laughs> they thank me because he's a musician now. They didn't put him on any meds. And her, she's been on my show multiple times. He's been on my show. But it, it's just, you know, it was scary to say I read rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I don't have rocks in my head. I read rocks. <laughs> ah, I'm a chakra reader. And then when I did the Reiki, it just was so like, um, like I've done it forever, you know. And then you've got to find your own dance. So you're, you're taking everything you love to do. You're putting it together. And so now you vibrate at this beautiful, because you're authentic, you're you. I don't even like that word because you're just sharing. And you get to do what you came here to do. That's your, your purpose and passion. Mm -hmm. Nothing can stop you. Right. And I find it always evolving and always trying to find a way to express it in a way that seems authentic. And in many settings, religious settings, churches, they all are trying to express uh, the best they can what they know or believe to be true. And we get caught up in semantics and... You know, you you're you dotted your eye, but the dot is a little bit to the right, and you crossed your T, but it's a little bit slanted. So I want you to go back and try to get it straight. We're so busy nitpicking each other that we don't have time to see the commonalities, the fact that love, and and I don't want to sound too fluffy, but mm. love is a frequency. It is the highest emotion available, and if we can find common ground, even in disagreements, find the ability to say what I hear you saying. We do not have good conversation skills nor emotional intelligence. And so we we have a hard time coming to an understanding of each other. So somebody has to decide to be the listener. Someone has to decide to love from a deep place. And someone has to choose not to have to be right all the time. Okay. It's true. <laughs> It's true. And, and I, I mean, I have this rules of engagement, but that's why I love the show. I like doing the readings and things because I'm engaged. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I, when I was younger, I would always think of what I was going to say or I'd think what I said was dumb or I was thinking about where I was going next. I was never engaged. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really miss doing the, the energy work because when I do Reiki or I do my readings, I am present. Mm -hmm. And so the, that's why I like to do That's why I did Tea With Your Dragon all those times because it kept us in tune. Yes, and, and I agree. When I'm doing a session, there it's an opportunity for me to be in the moment, for me to reground and be grounded, for me to be able to communicate with the soul of that person, their intention, without an agenda. And that's really a big thing to me, is that we serve people without an agenda. And that we set goals with the hope of moving forward, but not connected to the ultimate outcome all the time, you know. I and so that. there's not so much disappointments. Um, and also it the, the ego gets in the way when, for example, I'm going to be a life coach and I'm going to make this much money and my goal is to have a million dollars. Yes, those can be basic goals, but if I'm my intent is a million, my motive, and intention gets skewed. So we have to come back and be grounded. But yes, so working with 
with uh, clients allows me to be grounded and present, and there's it brings me so much joy. I because you said something really positive. It was the fact that when I did hypnotherapy, I would do notes, mm-hmm. and I would say what I was going to work on next time, mm-hmm. and I would look at what they've gone through in the past, and then I would I would come up with a conclusion of what they needed. Ha ha ha! And then I started saying, you know what? I put the notes over here and. I just stayed present with them. And it was never what I thought it was. I never knew. I never knew what was really that layer, that onion layer mm-hmm. with hypnotherapy. So I got out of the way and I let spirit drive. And then I became a healer. It, it's beautiful. I love when at the end of a session when people said, I had ne- never thought of that. Or, that memory, I can't believe that was there. And so when I get out of the way and, and not try to Oh, I think it's it's when you were 13 and your mom left you, right? That must be your problem. No, and they remember when they were three in, in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. And a, the, their brother took their toy. And you're thinking, why did I remember there? Well, that three-year-old little girl drew a conclusion that she didn't uh, remember until that session. But that's one of I love seeing practitioners that draw forth instead of, feeling like they have to input oh god don't get me started yeah <laughs> how many counselors like i you'd have to go or something yeah. and you're like i gotta get out of i mean i'm traumatized my kids were traumatized and like min- your 50 minutes is up but 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 <laughs> <laughs> so when i discovered reiki i think i talk i, I don't even talk very much anymore i listen mm. they they'll they'll actually come up with it themselves and you just say so what do you think about that and you're like you know i this has been gnawing at me i think this is what it is and i'm like Boom. Then, then you know what it is, right? And all of us can be in a state where we can access our inner knowing. And, and we get to do it deeper in a hypnotherapy session. But we can all stop at any moment and ask ourselves, the part that loves me and wants me to grow wants me to know this today or this at this moment. And just pause and listen, and the answer will be there. And I love that you're doing hiking and nature because... This week, I was in, on the mainland, by televisions. I mean, I seriously thought I was going to lose my mind. Yesterday, I found a river, mm-hmm. and I sat on the, the ground with my shoes off and the sunshine, and I felt like a whole different person because nature is also a therapist. Mm-hmm. And if you incorporate that with the nutrition and some exercise and, and walking and talking with people, mm-hmm. that's another therapy. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, one of my daughter's is an avid hiker. She's hiked the PCT for 30 days, and uh, her husband has hiked the PCT from yin to yang. (laughs) And uh, we hiked around Mount Hood, uh, and it took us uh, three days. And what an incredible experience. But being out in nature, away from influence of, of media, social media, facing challenges, doing things that I didn't think my body could do, feeling lonely and vulnerable, it's the catalyst to to throw a person into deep soul work. And it's fun. <laughs> and, well, yes, I think it's fun. My kids always say, Mom, you think the weirdest things are fun. <laughs> I do. And, so, and then we did another hike uh, this summer with uh, two of my daughters, and that was quite an experience. Um, my daughter forgot her hiking shoes, and I had new hiking shoes. And I had a plan where I was going to wear the new hiking shoes until my feet got sore, and then I would put on my sandals. 
But since my daughter forgot her hiking shoes, I gave her my sandals. So by the end of the first day, I had blisters on every single one of my feet. And we had to limit our day. So we had to sit and rest. And then I wore the sandals out and my daughter hiked out barefoot. (laughs) I've been with people that do that. Yeah. Yeah. So we were able to make it happen go with the flow, learn from the lessons, not beat ourselves up because we did something right or wrong, Mm -hmm. and just be out in nature at this lake, little chipmunks stealing our food. (laughs) They're little stinkers. (laughs) I like it. So I do the, we do the labyrinth, but I abandon the people and they're in the woods and stuff and they'd get more out of me disappearing while they're on the beach or in the woods. And they'll say, that was the best thing I've done and whatever. I'm like, but you can do that on your own. You don't need me to take you there. But that's really what we need is get grounded because your feet were grounding you mm. pretty much the get reconnected with the earth. And then all of a sudden when you get into this ohm and you look up instead of in, because when we're talking to ourselves all the time, we don't even see what's around us. Mm. And all of a sudden you're present and you see the green on the tree and you see the light on the water. And it's 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 magical. And I really gosh, this week I thought I'm going to go mad. And it's because I hadn't been out in nature. Yeah, Absolutely. And there is a technique, it's called earthing or grounding. It's gaining more momentum and the reality of what it can do. If nothing else, I tell my clients, I'm too busy, I can't get out, I can't hike. Can you just, on your lunch break, go outside and just stand? If there's even a tree or a bush, you know, you take your shoes off and feel the ground for a minute even. Mm-hmm. We can do things to reconnect and, but we limit ourselves to what thinking you got to get out and hike 10 miles or five miles. No, it's it's right now looking out this window at trees and, and mountains. And it just, if we allow it, it can infuse our innermost being. And how about that vitamin D, the fresh <laughs> oxygen? <Yes. laughs> That's a good thing for you, too. And I swim, so you got the salt water and the cold mm. plunge. and But it's like my spa. And I, I like I said, I haven't been, I just felt like my head... I felt like my blood pressure was going up because I see how, you know, you the driving mm-hmm. is so fast around EMFs, the electrical stuff in the house. It's it's getting to me. So I'm going home tonight. Yeah. I was going to stay a little longer, but I'm leaving. <laughs> I got to get outside. Good for you. And we do need to take time for self-care. Another word that's kind of getting overused a lot, but call it whatever you want. Reconnect with yourself. Um, ground yourself. Realign yourself. But we are missing that. COVID did give us an opportunity, right, to kind of slow down. But it it did with it did it with such fear that I don't think people really connected. Instead, they withheld and they became anxious and and fearful. So they didn't get the opportunity to capitalize on what being home and having a little bit more time freedom could offer them. But we can still make it happen now within our lives, and I encourage you to keep doing it. Well, I think the prescription is Mother Nature, sunshine, and jumping into the Puget Sound. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) I do want to do a retreat on that one of these days because I have lots of people like Marla wanted to do it. But you got to, it's got to be a beautiful day in probably August. (laughs) That's Mm. when we'll probably do it. But it's your show. Where are we going? We are going, I don't know, tell me where we're going. <laughs> Benny's training us. Yes, we are. We're going to break right now. Yes, we are. And we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you so much. Don't you take my breath away and the words just can't. 
parenting can be a paradox. The longer you're a parent, the better you get. But connecting with your child can get harder and harder. My name is Jeff Falzone. As a father, I've personally experienced this challenge myself. After working as a therapist for 20 years, I've developed an exciting approach to parenting that will transform how you connect with your child. I'd love to talk to you about it. Read about my approach and contact me for a free consultation at jefffalzonecoaching.com. Hello, my name is Sharon Maureen, the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. I am a life coach, mentor, and I am the creatrix of the Solation System, looking at nutrition, offering tools, techniques, and routines to help women thrive through challenges and change. I offer decades of expertise as an herbalist, fitness coach, and health enthusiast. I can customize a program uniquely for you, expanding your inner strength, wisdom, and resiliency through small, daily commitments to yourself. Reach out to me today at SharonMarine.com. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk 1150. Talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to Solation with Sharon Marine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. This morning, we've been connecting about my new Solation Radio session coming up on the third Friday. Dina, aren't we excited? <laughs> oh, that was great. I'm super excited. Fantastic in. <laughs> Woo! Trading wheels are off. Locked it. You're down the street, Locked and I'm like, in. I'm going home. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> awesome, Sharon. Awesome. I, I do want to bring up something that I thought was really cool. So I'm at my uh, daughter's house house sitting and I was exercising she has a little bike and then I looked at this piece of paper it's homework for my six uh six year old granddaughter and it's about gratitude purposeful pursuits and I thought it's about time she has all these exercises about gratitude oh I am so when you showed me that this morning I thought finally education is going in a direction that will serve the world at a very beautiful way without gratitude without mindfulness without like we said earlier, emotional intelligence, it can start with helping children identify emotions. Now, I wasn't very good at that, honestly, as a parent. I was at the air, you know, your mommy said do this. I didn't take the time. Now, let me know. I know you're feeling angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and what, let's take a deep breath. It was like, you just know. Just do what I said. <laughs> just go to your room and make up your bed. <laughs> what it says, um, emotional check-in questions. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that feeling. Uh, especially for little boys, right? Uh, why do you think you are feeling that emotion? And what do you need right now? And I think, I bet you the parents are going to get more out of this. <laughs> Maybe it's just a tricking for the parents too, right? Well, it's kind of like watching a Disney movie, right? They have all these innuendos for parents. And I'm laughing my head off because I know they're doing that to keep us entertained. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that be wonderful if parents actually participated and families became healthier and generational traumas were broken, and people experienced freedom. 
and there is restoration when we've made mistakes, when things didn't go as we'd hoped or, or planned. But beautiful. I am just thrilled to hear that they're doing this type of thing in school. Well, and, and the older we get, because we are, we've lived a lot more life. And so I do, just because maybe those three years, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on and my head was spinning. But, you know, you can go back and take that time to go, why did I make that decision and how did I get there? Mm -hmm. And then you can see, you know, spiral back in to go, oh, I did it because I was people pleasing. Or I did it because I couldn't say yes to me or no to them. Or maybe I was uh, hanging around people that weren't good for me because I was afraid to open my mouth and say no. You know, the beautiful thing about you recognizing those choices and why we made them is that we do get to grow, but also to remember that somehow even our mistakes and our humanness weaves together. When we come back and set our intention, we know better, we do better. For example, when I became a Christian at a young age, that container I needed, it was very safe. It was predictable. It gave me a sense of some, uh, a semblance of control. And so I understand now looking back why I was drawn to the various religious um, containers that I chose to be a part of. It, they all served a purpose and they also cause some hurt, especially in maybe my children's lives. But still, they're watching me evolve. They're watching me be willing to admit, but not grovel in shame. There's a big difference. And so we're getting to reestablish new and authentic relations, adult relationships, which is normal. Mm -hmm. It should be normal. Yeah. And I get to do it for a very long time, seeing I have one that's 20 and one that's 40. Each one <laughs> is going through all these phases, and I get to rebuild. So I feel like God really wanted me to learn some very valuable lessons. And that lo the lower chakras are fear, fear guilt, and shame. Mm. So we, and, and grief is the heart. But as we, we rise up, you have equanimity, where you can see things from a higher perspective. What did I learn? How am I going to make the changes to go forward in a different way? So I just, you know... Maybe that's why we have different ages, and now my daughter is like, you're the best mom ever because she's got two kids, and how did you do it for three? How do you just, you know, even keep the house clean or whatever? All those things I did. I was super mom, of course. You know, you had to do everything perfectly. Um, yeah, so I, I think because I'm over 50 and so are you, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's a point where you you have grandkids and you just, I, I'm like, I have no idea how I did it. You were just telling me as a midwife, basically, mm -hmm. we our adrenals just, we were going all the time. We never slept. We did. It was, I, I look back and I did almost crash and burn when I was oh, about after the birth of my fifth child. And intuitively I knew all I had to do was just slow down. So I took the children that summer just to the beach. We spent a lot of time just outside, and and I would just sit while they played, and they were so content. It was such a healing time where I wasn't at home driving and making things happen. Yeah, I homeschooled, so my life was very, very busy, but probably what burned me out more than anything was just the expectation I put on myself and the fact that if I didn't do it right, somehow... I was just going to be punished. I was falling short of God's glory. And 
you know, I heard that should is just could with shame attached. I lived it with a lot of should. I, as they say, I should it on myself a lot. And I qu- quit saying should because I said it way too many. And I yeah. said, I'm sorry a lot. Oh, sorry. That's my God. another, my, in my store, I often correct women. Uh, excuse me, you're sorry for what? There's no reason to be sorry just because you asked me for something. You requested a need, a desire. So we have a, I have a women's circle. And we have a little sign that we hold up on one of our <laughs> fingers. <laughs> I won't tell you which one. I was offended there for a second. Like, what do they do? But we hold our finger up. And just to remind each other that there is no shoulding. It, it's, yes, we could have, and we might have if we knew better, like I said before. But it's it, it doesn't serve us to stay there. It, you know, and I love the, again, hypnotherapy, because people, what they say, I'm, I'm better off dead, or I'm, I'm stupid, or I'm dumb, or all, all these are things that we say, you know, we're saying it in our head, but when you do hypnotherapy, they say it out loud. And some people, you can tell they're very negative just, you know, the way they talk, but you can help them turn it around. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, oh, how to say, I don't want to smoke anymore. I want to breathe fresh, clean air and have um, more energy. Absolutely. But what can, what can you do to change your tune? That's beautiful. And, and in th- hypnotherapy, and that's a great question just to ask in life. You know, it, it, if you're in a relationship, you know, how would you like to move forward? What could we do different? You know, how is this working for you? You know, questions that allow people to draw forth. So skills that we do in hypnotherapy and where people reveal their own truths and their own bondages, we can do that in daily life just by asking each other questions and being willing to listen and move forward in such a beautiful and healthy way. Not easy, especially when there's background and trauma. I say, like, pre-interview. Like, I always want to interview people, even if I know them, a little bit and talk before the show and things. And pre-interview your husband. Pre-interview your daughter. Have that interview. Like, what, what made you passionate about art? Why do you dance? Or, and then they'll tell a story, and you, you'll get educated. You won't even know why they d- dance. But it'll be something, like you said, like the three-year-old that you never saw. And, and I just love, I say, you should interview your family. That sounds beautiful. And it is, as moms, when we're doing, when we're raising children, oftentimes it is dutifulness. It is responsibility. And we don't take the time often to interview our children because life is so pressing. And our society has built a culture where you get out the door, you get to school, you get your homework done, and everybody falls into bed exhausted. And it's a quick kiss goodnight on the cheek, if that. And if they're not on their phones or gaming or doing some other thing, the time for interviewing each other is is dissipating, and we need yeah. to call it forth and bring it back. The art of visiting, and that's mm-hmm. what I did all week as I reconnected with women mm-hmm. that I haven't seen in a long time, and we visited and we talked. And I also make phone calls mm-hmm. quite a bit because I live alone, so I'll just call someone and have an hour conversation. But, yeah, the art of visiting and, and being present I call it the rules of engagement, but really being engaged mm-hmm. and listening uh, is, is, is almost a skill that's being, it's not even there sometimes. Sometimes I think if we would do like they are doing in your, your grandchild's school, teach these mindfulness techniques, we'd teach conversation skills, we would teach basic finances, we would raise the frequency of the world astronomically just to begin with there with some very basic things and then people could thrive in a very safe environment 
and it all starts with me. So I have to say I'm, I'm watching these dogs, right? And then something happened. It was a little stressful, and then I hadn't been outside. So I did exercise, and I got my energy. It felt better. But I think, too, when I was stressed out, I affected my children. So Our Energy Matters, the book, is basically mm-hmm. me realizing that when I'm upset or angry, even though I don't tell the kids, it still affects them, and it affects mm-hmm. the home. So mm-hmm. if I can go exercise before I mm-hmm. talk to my kids about something, or if I can do uh, meditation or read a book that's positive or something, get myself back into I call OM, no place mm-hmm. like OM, then the house settles down. Mm-hmm. So I was the, the dog started acting up. And I was because I was agitated. So I affect everything around me. So it does start with us. It certainly does. And animals definitely are intuitive for sure. I, my dog gets very anxious and prancing and, and sometimes will let me realize what I'm feeling in my body before I do. Part of my solation system is teaching people how to tap back in with simple techniques and and find our feels again and how to ground again to listen to our intuition. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it does, like we said earlier, take commitments, small daily commitments to yourself. So, yes, it begins with me. I listened to the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu the other day, and I cried so much. It was so lovely. It was on um, uh, Luke and the Lovingtons. He's been on the show many times. Luke Mm -hmm. and the Lovingtons, but he says, well-being is a skill. And it, that's what you're you're offering is I mean it's something you have to work at it, you know what am I feeling, you know count your blessings what's my intentions for the day these are all tiny little things but you've got to do something, absolutely and I feel like the solation system was something that was downloaded and like the name was and then the system was. But the acting out of it, the imparting of it, the drawing forth of it becomes very individualistic as I work with people. And some people may have mastered their nutrition, but they're terrible at self-care. Or they might be kind of indulgent when it comes to self-care, and then they eat garbage, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's a balancing act, mind, body, and spirit. That's That's exactly, I believe it, and... And the soul probably encapsulates in my mind's eye all of those things, mind, body, and spirit. Well, I need to sit on the beach looking at those mountains. That's what I need mm-hmm. to do because we can see Seattle from here. So what's your website so everyone can reach my out My website you? is www.sharonmaureen.com. And you know, Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in? North Bend, Washington. I do have a website there by the name, so you can look that up, too, and see what our store offers, classes, happenings, supplements. And you you will read for a long time because there's lots of information on there. And and I remember when I did the chakra reading with you, you were doing, like, um, I said to get on your boots. Now I remember. Remember your battle boots? <laughs> you were doing some type of dance class or something. Oh, yeah. But my battle boots are sparkly. I want you to know. <laughs> I was like, get on your boots and start dancing. Cool. Well, let's see. I will not be here. Where will I be? Oh, so it'll be uh, Marla next week, and then it'll be Kasara. I'll come back, and then Sharon will be joining us and Lift Your Spirits Radio. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much. What an honor, Dina. I love you. And, Benny, it's so wonderful to see you, you again. You as well, yes. You look fantastic. Thank you very much. Likewise. <laughs> oh, Likewise. It's just wonderful. And Thank having you. everybody in the studio is such a joy. So uh, if you want to reach out to me, it's dina-marie.com. You'll come out and do a little retreat with me one day, mm-hmm. and we'll go to the labyrinth. 
Um, but we're going to end the show with Becca Zakritz. It's Becca B Music, and the song is all, It All Starts With Me. Join us next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. I love to be in your presence.